Bibles. Turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 21. And I want to break right into this text and I want to pick up verse number 9. When you have found it, say amen. If you have it in the message notes on your phone, on your iPads, your electronic Bibles, your paper Bibles, Proverbs chapter 21, verse number 9. The NIV version records it in this manner. Better to live on a corner of the roof. Y'all are going to let me finish reading. I'm trying to read the word of God. The book says, Better to live on the corner of the roof than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Don't, don't put your Bibles down so quick. I want to read it one more time for you. I want to read it one more time for you from the Good News Translation. It records that in this manner, it's better to live on the roof than share the house with a nagging wife. Thus, reads the word of God. Look at your neighbors. Tell them, neighbor, Pastor Hubbard's going to talk about this Valentine's weekend. No more drama. In fact, before I start preaching this word, I need every man to come on the front row. I'm sitting right up here on the front. I ain't every man. I need your wife. Come sit on the front row. I got a sneaky suspicion there's going to be some turbulence in the house. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, the Bible says, better to live on the corner of the roof. Than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Let's preach. Father, if there ever was a time that we needed you, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It sure is right now.
while the enemy will fight me at every turn. Because somebody needs to hear your word today. So God, my prayer today is that you will let us lay us by the one who said they, that they love you. Yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah. But Mary J in this song, No More Drama, said broken heart again, another lesson learned, better know your friends or else you'll get burned. Gotta count on me cause I can guarantee you I'll be fine. And of course comes no more pain. No more pain. No more drama in my life. No one's ever gonna make me hurt again. These, my brothers and sisters, are the words of a woman who has encountered and endured much pain. Continues wide, I play the fool. Go through ups and downs, knowing all the time you wouldn't be around. Or maybe I like the stress. Because I was young and restless. You know, we do some foolish stuff when we're young. But, 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 but that was long ago, and I don't want to cry no more. No more pain. No more pain. No more drama in my life. No one's ever gonna 
make me hurt again. My brothers and sisters, I'll come this morning to remind you on this Valentine's weekend that life is messy. Yeah, come on, Pastor. Can I get a witness here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And not only is life messy, but relationships can be messy. Yes, sir. Say amen when you can. Amen. Amen. Whenever you put two imperfect people together, the truth of the matter is there will be hurt and heartache. Yes, yeah. There will be difficulty and distress. There will be misunderstanding and mistaken belief. Why? Because life and love are full of conflict. Yes, yes, come on. Full of challenges. That will, if I have one witness in here, that will be clashes sometimes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I stopped by this morning to remind you, it doesn't matter if you're saved or unsaved. It doesn't matter if you love God or despise God. It doesn't matter if you've been together one day or 10,950 days. Your relationship will encounter some drama. Yeah. 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 Can I get a witness here? Yeah. Yeah. You can be educated or uneducated. Sure. Come on. You can be rich or you can be poor. You can live in the suburbs or in the inner city, but your relationships will encounter yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. some drama. Yes, sir. And our text this morning, <laughs> we're able to peek into the window of a couple who is in a dramaful situation. And we don't know how long this couple have been together. We don't know who the woman is or who the wife is in this text. We, we don't know what has brought them to this place in their relationship. All we know is hmm. there's a problem. There's yeah. a problem. Yes, sir. I said there's yes, a problem. Sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. We know there's a problem because in this text, because, the, because of the couple's stated position. Wow. wow. Can't you see it? Huh. Yeah. The text identifies that they share the same address, but they're living in different locations. Yes, sir. Oh, oh yes, sir. Come on, see. They, 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 they may all come to the same address. Yes. But 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 when, but but when you peek inside the house, he she is on the bottom floor, yeah. and he is on the corner. Of the roof. Of the roof. Of the roof. Yes, sir. Mm, he, he has decided in his own heart of hearts that all I need is just this little piece <laughs> to find me some peace. Come on. Because when there is no peace in the house, sometimes you got to get out the house. Yes, sir. Oh, y'all ain't gonna say it. I knew it was gonna get quiet right about you. I knew, I knew it was gonna get quiet. That's why I told y'all to come on to the front room. Come on, come on, teach. If, if, if you feel what I'm talking about, these nods your head. You can, you can blink your eyes, feel the fast. Do, do something to show some signs. The Bible says that's redeemed of the Lord. Can I get a witness here? Yes, sir. Uh, they, they, they have the same address. But they live in different locations. She occupies all of downstairs, and he's decided to take a corner of the house. And this, my brothers and sisters, is a couple in crisis. Uh -huh. yeah. Somebody say crisis. 
crisis is, they have allowed their pain and persistent problems, here it is, to cause distance, distance. Yes, in the relationship. Yes, yes, Somebody say distance. Distance. Distance, distance, distance is that space that exists between two objects. Mm -hmm. Distance is the posture that one takes when two people are on the opposite ends of an issue. Y'all wow. not going to say amen. Yes, this, amen. This, amen. this couple has allowed problems and predicaments to cause them pain. Yes. Yes. And yes. put distance between them. Yes. Oh, help me to preach this Holy Ghost. You know what I've discovered? What? That couples are supposed to love one another. Yeah. Amen. Say amen when you can. Amen. Amen. Couples are supposed to care for one another. Amen. Couples are supposed to forgive one another. Amen. Couples are supposed to motivate one another. Couples Amen. are supposed to lift up one another. Amen. Couples are supposed to love yes, each sir. other unconditionally. Yes, sir. I say couples. They're supposed to laugh with one another. They're supposed to be affectionate towards one another. Couples are supposed to commit to one another. Yes, sir. Like shears, uh, couples are supposed to destroy anything that comes between them. Wow. Can I get a witness here? I said they're supposed to. Supposed to. They, they, they are like a pair of shears. They are supposed to cut anything that comes between them. Come on. Come on. That, that's, why, that's why God said at that first marriage, uh, he said, what, what I have drawn together. No man, let no thing come between. Come on, come on, come on. We're supposed to chop it up. Somebody say chop it up. Chop it up. <laughs> chop it up. We're supposed to cut it. It's not supposed to hinder yes. what we're trying to build together. Yes. Mm, but when we look at the text, this couple that has allowed something uh, to put them in opposite positions. We find them distant. Can't you see it? She's in the house declaring, I ain't going nowhere. And he's on the roof. Because in his mind, he has determined that the roof is the best place to escape her wrath. If you look at verse number 19, he, he takes this step, this thing a little further. He says, not only uh, 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 is it worse to live on the roof, he says, I'll even go to the desert. He says, I would choose to live in the wilderness. He says, I'd rather live with animals than to live with a contentious woman. Y'all ain't gonna say it. Come on, Doc. Come on. Come on. Come on. Keep it strong. And this man, Solomon, says to his sons, and he says to us, it's better to live in the corner of the house than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. But my brothers and sisters, the question is, why are they distant? Yes. Can we ask the text a few questions? Yes, sir. Sure, sure. Why then are they distant? When did the distance begin? Can I give you some background? Come on. 
the background of the husband is simply this. Solomon is the writer of this text. Come on. Come mm on. -hmm. He's the writer. Watch it. The scriptures is what theologians, this text is what theologians call an aphorism. That simply means that it's a short uh, statement which expresses a truth in a memorable way. When you leave here, everybody's going to remember this text. It's better to be in the corner of the rooftop than to be in the house with a chorus of women. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. But Solomon is the third king of Israel. In fact, he's the son of David, Israel's greatest king. And he's said to be the wisest king. However, I want to suggest this morning that he is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on. He's, he's unwise in the area of relationships. Can I tell you why he's unwise? Why, why? He is, even though he has been wise in some areas, he is unwise in this area because when you look at 1 Kings chapter number 11, we are told that he has mm -hmm, 700 wives. I said 700. Some of y'all about to pass out right now. Because you having trouble with the one you got. And here it is. This brother has the unmitigated goal to have 700 of them. But wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't wait, wait, wait. Don't push it so fast. Not only the Bible says that he has 700 wives, but he's got 700 concubines. I'm sorry, 300 concubines. You know what that simply means? He's got 300 side chicks. He got 700 wives. But he got 300 side pieces. Y'all not hear me? Mm. You know what a side chick is, don't you? Yeah, it is. A side chick is the other woman. She is not the wife. Nor is she the girlfriend. Oh, y'all ain't gonna help me in here today. I say she's not the wife, nor is she the girlfriend. She is just other. She's a throwaway. Y'all not gonna help me in here. She is one who has been convinced about the possibility of a future relationship. Somebody holler side chick. Side chick. That, that's what she, that, he's got 300 of these. And, and, and she knows that she's not number one. Mm. But she hopes that one day, she will be number one. Oh, y'all ain't gonna say amen. amen. Oh my God, oh my God. And 1 Kings chapter 11 tells us that Solomon has 700 wives. 300. Side chiefs. You, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. He's got a thousand problems. <laughs> I said he got 1,000 problems. 
Nasıl hem bir suç? Baba brothers and sisters, could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be that the problem that uh -huh, this man is having in this house is not the one that he's with? Oh, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Could, could it be that it is Solomon's actions that have contributed to her contentiousness? Could it be that it's Solomon's actions that uh, have, are causing her to, uh, uh, to, to, as the good news translations, nag him? Could it be that his actions has awakened her fighting spirit and her biting tongue? My brothers and sisters, one thing that I've discovered about relationships is women value exclusivity. I knew I was going to get an amen right there. Y'all better pay attention. You better pay attention before I help somebody. Uh-huh. Spouses need to know that they're number one. They need to know and to feel valued. They need to know that they're not just number one in your life, but they're the only one in your life. Can I get a witness here? Yeah. Uh, when, when a woman feels love. I said when a woman feels love. Can I, can I go down? Can I bowl this bowling ball? I said when a woman feels love. Can I tell you arguments for few? Say amen, ladies. Sexual relations become abundant. Life is lovely, yeah. The relationship is refreshing, but oh, but when there is a hit of unfaithfulness, when there's a hit of infidelity, there's a heavy cloud that hangs over the relationship, and everybody knows a storm is coming. I said a storm is coming. I was watching the weather channel the other day, and um, the weatherman, Mm -hmm. uh, was talking about what's necessary for a storm to, to hop up, to take place. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh, you know, we live in a geographical area of the country in which storms can happen at any moment. Mm -hmm. And it caught my attention. I said, let me hear what this brother has to say. The weatherman said that, now wait a minute, now, you, there are only three things that you need for a storm to, to, to develop. He said, the first thing you need is moisture. Somebody say moisture. Moisture. He said the second thing you need is unstable air. Uh -huh. My goodness. I hear you. And then the third thing you need is lift. Mm -hmm. He said you need moisture, unstable air, and lift. And I want to suggest that there are three things that are needed for a stormy relationship. And that is betrayal. Infidelity yeah. and unfaithfulness. Yeah. Solomon had 700 wives, yeah. 300 side chicks, and he didn't expect these cultured and uncultured women to act unbecoming. Yeah. I said they were cultured.
because he had 700 who came from a royal birth. They had been trained well. Yeah, yeah. You know what, uh, what messed me up? Oh, my time is almost gone. Come on, see? See, go for it, man. We need this one. We need it, Brad. We need this one, Brad. Let him hear it. You know what messed me up about the sex? The brother has how many wives? Six hundred ninety-nine, two men. Watch out, man. You heard what you said? He has six hundred ninety-nine, two men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had how many side chicks? Three hundred. But the Bible only records that he's got four children. Wow. Wow. Come on. Wow. I hear you. Come on. 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 Come that is the <laughs> But he's only got four recorded children. You got to understand that, that during this culture, uh, it was imperative that a woman experienced motherhood. And a woman felt uh, less than if she was unable to bear a child from her husband. You remember April? And his wife, Sarah? And you remember the drama that broke out in their house? It came as a result of her inability to give Abram a child. Come on, man. Wow. And they got together, had a little discussion and dialogue and said, wait a minute, I got this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can, I'm, I'm consented to this. And uh, so you can, you know, make it happen. Bible says that, uh, Hey, God did conceive. And a problem broke out. In Abram's house. Oh, y'all ain't gonna say amen. Could it be that Solomon is responsible for the drama that's going on in his house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say amen when you can. Amen. Amen. Could it be that he's on the roof? <laughs> because of his own decisions. Amen. I wish I, I wish I could take you to that house so you can hear the discussions that was happening between he and his woman. <laughs> I love the fact that we don't know who this woman is. But 
can I speculate? Come on. When you read um, the Song of Solomon, we're introduced to a woman that he's shown us love. He wrote the entire letter. The whole letter is dedication about their interactions with one another. If you feel you don't have to read one of those novels, you can peruse the Song of Solomon and get your feel on. Y'all ain't gonna hear me. It's in the book. He talks about her in delicate ways. Talks about her in flattering, in a flattering manner. He says, girl, your things are like mountains. Could it be that oh, something maybe has happened between him and the, uh, 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 the Shulamite woman? I don't know. Just speculating. Because you do know that sometimes relationships don't just start off bad. They start off good. Start off loving. They start off understanding one another. They start off appreciating one another. They start off flattering one another. But somewhere along the journey, distance comes. And whenever there's distance, the cause of distance, you write this down, number two, is oftentimes dissatisfaction. Yes, sir. Teach, teach. Somebody say dissatisfied. Dissatisfied. Maybe she became dissatisfied that she wasn't the only one. Maybe she started feeling some kind of way because here it is. I'm of royal birth. I'm supposed to be number one and you got 699 more of them. You do know it's only 365 days in a year. Y'all can't do that math. <laughs> so which means he's only able yeah. to see one of them every 18 months. Y'all ain't gonna say And that's not including the side chicks. Make it plain, dog. Make it plain. Somebody say Solomon. Solomon is the problem. Is the See, when we look at this text, we we get excited because we want to cast blame on the wife, on the woman, on why she's acting the way she's acting. My boss is evil. Texas Taylor to teach us that sometimes there can be distance in relationships. Yeah, not only would I be distant, but that would be dissatisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. Dissatisfaction. Yes, sir. Amen. Teach. And distance elevates dissatisfaction. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all listening to me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah.
take one another for granted Thank <laughs> you. 
desires? No. God wants us to experience delight in all of our relationships. Are you listening to me? Yes, come on. God wants our relationships to be full of joy. And if you want your home to be drama-free, you're going to have to learn here that, first of all, to forgive those who have hurt you. Come on, come on. You got to learn how to forgive. Uh, let me try it one more time. You're going to have to learn how to forgive. I said, you're going to have to learn. Did y'all miss that? I said, you are going to have to learn how to forgive those who have hurt and harmed you. Come on, come on, help us. Help us, brother. I discovered that if you're going to grow, you got to let go. Yes. I said, if you're going to grow, you got to let go. And some of us are still stymied. Some of us are still stunted in our growth because we are still moving and walking in unforgiveness. I'm going to give you one clue on why you ought to forgive. I'm going to give you one reason why you ought not ever hold a grudge. Here it is. It's because God has yeah. forgiven you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I missed that whole thing right there. Do you realize how many times you've upset him? Do you realize how many times you have hurt him and harmed him? And yet, you're going to hold the hurt for somebody else? He said, forgive. You're going to have to let it go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. I know it didn't feel good, but you got to let it go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he did it intentionally. Sometimes people do intend to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember Judas? Mm. He went up to the Christ and he kissed him on his cheek. Willfully. He intentionally. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Harmed the Savior. Yes. Yes. What did Jesus do? Can't you see him on that cross? Mm -hmm. He still let him put nails in his hands. He still let him put nails in his feet. And while he was hanging from that cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Yes, sir. He said, forgive them. Yes, sir. We got to learn how to forgive. Because you're going to have to let it go. If you're going to grow. Yes. Amen. Here's the reason why. Because a bitter heart, a divided heart is a bitter heart. Mm. Yes, sir. She's divided. You say he loves me. And yet he don't spend no time with me. Right. <laughs> right. He did it. Time between one thousand. God made one man for one woman. 
He made one man yes. for one woman. Yes. And one woman yes. for one man. Amen. I don't care what the ratio is. Yes. It's still one to one. Amen. She is dissatisfied. But God wants delight. Solomon, come off the roof. You got to close the distance. That's it. See, sometimes we want them to come up on the roof. Right. You got to come off the roof. Man up. Man up. Come back in the house. Yes, sir. Man up. You the head. Man up. Man up. You got to show up. If you don't want no drama. <laughs> and then you got to renew your commitment. Yes, sir. Amen. Let her know she's the only one. Yes, sir. The only one. Help them to feel valued and loved. Just like God helps us to feel valued and loved. How much did he love us? So much so until he came down through many generations. Sacrificed his life for us. On a hill, cold camera. He gave his life for rich like me. No more. Thank you. 
I'm talking to right now, but you know who they are. You know who we are. Help us to be better. We say thank you for this. You make me crazy series. Thank you for what you've shown us these past five weeks, six weeks starting today. Thank you for how you've used this series to bless our relationship. God, we look forward to what you're going to do with us and through us in the days to come. Thank you that these principles apply no matter where we are, whether we're at work or at home, or at school, or in the neighborhood, wherever we are, God. We, we just need to put it into practice. Give us the strength. Give us the determination to do so. That's our earnest prayer today. God, if there's somebody here who's disconnected from you, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would draw them to yourself. Even in the midst of this sermon, I, I pray, God, that they've seen just how much you love and value them. That you would give your life just on their behalf. I pray today, God, that you would save them from themselves, save them from their sins. May they turn their lives over to you. In the name of Jesus. And if they're disconnected from your local church, I pray today that you would reconnect them today. May the day be the day of the new beginning. God, we'll be careful to give you praise. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for answering us. And thank you for what you're about to do in this place right now.